Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to what is hopefully the penultimate episode in the prologue of fucking Fillmore's Crossing. Because Jesus Christ, this shit has taken way longer than I ever could have planned for. And I apologize for that. But eventually there's going to be some cowboy type stuff. But for now, um, when we last joined our heroes, um, Tristan was knocked unconscious by Falk who is currently a thrall to the vampire Strahd Von Zarovich. And Tom is wounded and currently retreating. What will they do next? Probably all uh, fucking die. Um, that's not entirely accurate. What about that isn't accurate? I'm getting a new vantage point. <laughs> Tactically retreating. You're finding an egress point. Okay, we'll we'll euphemize that shit for your ego then. Yeah, and Sir Robin, uh, Sir Robin bravely ran away. <laughs> so let's just take a second to introduce the characters. Chris? Yeah, I'm Special Agent Fox Smolda, and uh, even though I'm enthralled at the moment, I just laid the smack down on my junior agent here, and uh, yeah, he ain't looking too good. Brian? You just sign up for this shit. Sometimes you just gotta cross your fingers and hope for the best. For me, I like to say a prayer. I'm a priest, Thomas DeWeese. And Vaughn? Vaughn, I'm playing the character Tristan, who uh, who was trying to help out his dear friend Falk by simply shooting his weapon out of his hand and just got blasted with a fireball right in the back in return. So, let's see, see things are working out great between us, obviously. The mentor-mentee relationship is really starting to blossom into shrouds of dangerous fire. Uh, I would just like to point out that he did tell you to break that guy's gun. And you you went ahead and just picked it up and started using it. So when it malfunctioned on you, like... <laughs> what are you talking that's about? That's on you, man. Falk uh, directly made him do that. Falk told, told him to shoot it with that his own gun. That wouldn't break it. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's really dangerous I don't think I would have told him to shoot at me at any point either <laughs> like what if I had to roll for an attack on the gun and I got a critical miss and hit one of you guys in the head he's a ricochet off the barrel or something <laughs> I was trying to avoid I was, I was following the four rules of gun safety alright this is the old west those rules didn't exist back then <laughs> to start off this uh, this episode Fox Mulder I need you to make a wisdom saving throw to see if you are still Strahd's thrall. Oh boy. Uh, let's see. Wisdom plus one, seven. (laughs) (laughs) I think you know the answer to that. (laughs) You know what, Donnie? I'm telling you, me and you should get an apartment together. (laughs) Oh, shit. All right. Um... So after that, after Falk would be you, Tom. What are you going to do? You have, you just saw a gout of flame erupt from the basement. You're facing it maybe uh, 25, 30 feet away. And all you hear is uh, this giant uh, vampiric creature roaring and, and ripping and tearing down the hallway down there. What would you like to do, sir? I'd like to mention you had a week to think about this. Are you talking to me? <laughs> yes. You're Tom. Oh, sorry. 
I uh, I stepped away because I dropped my dice on the floor. Oh my! <laughs> what was, what were you talking about? It's your turn. For the folks at home, that's what you call a good omen. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm heading up the stairs. You're already out the stairs, my man. Then I'm heading to the big hole in the ground. Oh, you want to head back into the house to the hole? Yeah. Oh, nice. I like it. So, um... (laughs) (laughs) You're going to ring around the Rosium? (laughs) And how long do you think this is going to take? He said three turns before, I think. So maybe two? Or what do you think? Yeah, so, um... You already made one turn to get up and out. I'd say that right now you're at the window to get into the dining room. So um, is that one turn away? So basically, once you hop into that, once you hop into that window next turn, you would be able to get down into that hole in the next turn. So long as you don't fuck up hopping into that window. So this current turn was spent going from the opening um, in the ground of the basement all the way to the window. Correct. Okay. So during that time, I say. Uh, so do we know what? I don't know anything about the deities in this world. Are there multiple, or how's that work? Uh, you know that the Imperium is monotheistic, my man. You worship the god of the Imperium. Okay. Wouldn't happen to be God Emperor, would it? No. T, D, J, T. Absolutely Please, fucking let's not, not go there. <laughs> First I say, Lord, if it's my time to go, I understand. But I would hope that you would help us vanquish this evil. And then I call on the comm to headquarters. This is Thomas DeWeese. Come in. Yeah, Special Agent DeWeese. We got you loud and clear. Copy. We need backup at the... Hmm. It's a speakeasy, so they don't know <laughs> that it exists. You yeah. have an address. <laughs> I don't remember what it is. Can you tell it's 1231? I cannot. Oh, never mind. I was going to say, can you roll from memory? <laughs> you can roll from memory. You can absolutely do that. Okay, what is it? What, what do I got to roll? You got to roll a d20, Five. add your intelligence to it. How many of our listeners do you think know this exact address and are screaming it at their dashboards right now? Like, you motherfucker! Yeah, we've only said this address like 25 times already. I, I mean, better need this part out. I assumed that if I asked, you would just tell me. I didn't know I had to roll for memory. I mean, I figured <laughs> our, our listeners were just us, so I would assume zero. Boom! <laughs> Tom has the same memory that I do. <laughs> I, got a, uh, I got a five. <laughs> You remember it being uh, 1545 East Barovia Drive. Son of a bitch. 1545. I don't think that's East right. East Barovia Drive. I don't think it's right either. <laughs> what do you mean? You remember perfectly. All right. I, I know what to do. Okay. Uh, so what did you just say? Come in. What I say, You said, what do you need? Right? Correct. We need reinforcements at the uh, the speakeasy on Barovia Drive. I, I the address was fifteen forty five East, I believe. Um, you could just look for the old worn down house. The door is probably still open, and there's vials of blood in the street. I think there's a lot of vampires looking it up right now. I wouldn't be surprised. Just hurry and get all units down here quickly. Over and. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably vampires looking it up currently. See, it was totally a good idea for me to put those vials um, of blood on all of us and track it all over everywhere. No, it was a good idea for me to drop those vials in the street. <laughs> yeah, no, they copy over and out. And uh, then that brings us to Strad Von Zarovich, 
who is going to uh, take one second to pick up uh, to pick up Tristan and like kind of you know just do a quick like Capri Sun juice box moment <laughs> so that he can um, <laughs> so he can um, so that he can uh, heal a little bit of health here quick so he uh, he picks up Tristan and uh, grabs him by the nape of the neck and kind of just slices a little bit of uh, a little bit of his skin and laps up a little bit of that blood and and uh, Falk you notice that some of the wounds start to heal themselves and Tristan, you have now sa- uh, failed one death saving throw. I thought I... you have taken damage. Wait, say again? I thought I... S- you failed a death saving throw because you uh, have taken damage while you've been unconscious. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. If you fail three of them, you die permanently. Well, it's nice of him to not just slash my throat. <laughs> He's keeping you like a juice box for when he gets thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> like a me in the cooler. Oh, what yes, do we got sir. here? We got the, you know, milk, uh, purple stuff. Oh, Sunny D. <laughs> <laughs> Soylent Greenhorn. <laughs> yeah. Sunny, sunny T for Trevor. Boo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tristan, it's time for a death saving throw, sir. All right. Um, what dice am I rolling? It's just a d20. You want to roll uh, higher than a 10. Well, a 10 or higher, so a 10's fine, too. Just playing d20, no modifiers? No modifiers, sir. All right. 55% chance. Oh! <laughs> Shit. For the folks at home, that's a 9. <laughs> and that would be your second failure. One more, and it's over. God, I hate you, Chris. <laughs> oh. Hey, I didn't do nothing. I'm enthralled here. So yeah, um you kind of get uh you kind of get just slung over the shoulder of uh Strahd and <laughs> he kind of continues down the hallway and Fox Smolder. What would you like to do, sir? I'm following right behind uh my friend Donnie here. Uh so what's the plan, Donnie? Where are we going? <laughs> We are going to go and find the bald one and kill him. Oh, the bald ones are here? Which one? Is it Steven? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> how did he know I was- Wait, how, I was gonna say, I was gonna ask the same thing. How did he know he was bald? <laughs> my hat must have fallen off during the fight. <laughs> it he just got one of those bald faces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need everybody to suspend their disbelief and remember that vampires have x-ray vision. Oh, okay. <laughs> I must have missed that part in the vampire fighting handbook. Well, that was, that I mentioned that when I said that he giggled about your pink thong, Tristan. Um, <laughs> moving on. Don't judge me. <laughs> right? Don't kick shame me, bro. Can I just say <laughs> that when uh, he steps out into the sunlight, he sparkles? Oh, of course. That's he a definitely good one. does not. <laughs> As a matter of fact, a, a, a weird sort of shadow seems to loom around him, even though there's nothing uh, blocking the sun out. So yeah, what do you what do you want to do, Falk? Well, I'm I'm just following Donnie's orders. So unless he tells me to do something, I'm I'm just uh, right behind him. I mean, you he could, doesn't seem in too much of a hurry. You could roll right. to see if you're not enthralled anymore. It's an option, right? 
Well, yeah, I'm you still... can definitely do that. Oh, I thought I was still on that turn where I already did. All right. No, we just went around the whole horn. Oh, okay. Oh, well, uh, let's see. 17 plus 1, 18. You, so, you start talking to uh, to Donnie or Strahd, whichever you prefer. Mm-hmm. And, like, partway through the conversation, he says the, you start saying the Baldwin thing. And then all of a sudden you snap out of it and realize that you're very close to an ultra dangerous fucking vampire lord creature thing. And Tristan is slung over its shoulder. You have no idea what happened. Like none oh, of this. So is, I don't, don't remember. I don't any even. Of it. Oh, okay. Oh fuck. Um. Wait, 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 wait. How far back does his memory loss go? Being enthralled. So the last thing he remembers is being in the corner and staring into Strahd's eyes. Okay. And getting a boner. <laughs> so at, <laughs> at this point, I'm in, uh, we're in the end of the concrete tunnel going up the stairs towards Oslo. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. He's right at the bottom of the stairwell right now. All right. Um, can I roll to see if I would be quick enough uh, as far as thinking to be able to deduce that I was probably thrilled in that, like, yeah, I just absolutely. had this time jump? Give me an insight check with advantage. Alright, good thing I had advantage, and I landed on the same number twice, so insight, let's see, oh, plus four, at least a ten. No, you're pretty positive that you got thralled. Oh, okay. So, um, I can't say anything out loud, because that would give me away. Would the vampire be able to tell that I came out of thrall? Not that you can tell, he seems to be acting business as usual. All right, well, I take a quick glance over my shoulder and look back to where I was and then back up to where I am now and see Tristan and quickly kind of put it together and then uh, continue to just follow along until I can come up with a plan because I don't want to put anybody in any extra danger at the moment. All right. So then that brings us to Tom. You want to roll me an athletics check to climb in that window? (laughs) <laughs> are, are we just gonna keep on going in circles trying to find each other <laughs> uh, I keep hoping that music. Ryan has a great plan but I'm kind of thinking that you guys are just gonna scooby doo back between different doors and then eventually <laughs> oh let's please have a montage of that <laughs> oh man um, 11 11? Yeah, you get up there. Um, That was basically just a don't roll a one moment. It it takes a little bit of effort on your part to get up there because the window is kind of uh, tall off of the ground. But then you uh, immediately you run past the uh, broken table and out the door and you are now standing at the edge of the hole that Falk made with his acid. Uh, Still still the smell of burning in this room and... uh, and it's still smoldering a little bit as well. Like you can see wisps of smoke kind of coming up off of uh, some of the areas of this uh, of this wood floor where this hole is. How can it be smoldering? I'm outside now. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Your character has a heart attack. Roll a constitution <laughs> save. I, uh, I noticed that they're not in the room anymore when I look down. And so I'm going to try and hide behind something. What can I hide behind? Are you trying to hide upstairs, or are you going to jump down into that room? Same room that I'm in right now. Okay, so this room is pretty bare, um, because... We threw the table down. Right, and the, uh... (laughs) 
And there's the broken chandelier on the ground, but it's not really great cover because it's mostly just like long, thin pieces of metal bent in decorative ways. You know what I mean? I'm going to roll a uh, cure wounds. Okay. Um, I get a, <laughs> I get a fucking two. Okay. <laughs> We're all gonna die. Oh, hold on. I'm sorry. It's a one d eight. I rolled a d six. What is my d eight anyway? Oh, this one. No, that's twelve. It's the one that looks like a pyramid on a, on both sides, like a weird diamond shape. Oh, okay. Here we go. <laughs> I rolled a two. <laughs> a magical nice band aid appears in your hand. <laughs> I think you add a modifier to it, though, don't you? Uh, a number of hit points equal to one d eight. Your spell casting modifier. Oh, I didn't do that last time. Spell casting is. So for you, it's plus. It's plus seven. Holy fuck. That's impressive. So even a two isn't bad. <laughs> and then um, if I can, I'm, I'm going to try and make my way to the next room over. Um, which way do you want to go? Do you want to go um, to the room that would have been straight in front of you from the front door or the room off to the left? Because remember, the dining room is where you came from. One of from. them was well, the one I peeped through was the kitchen, right? Um, that would have been back through the dining room. Oh, whoops. I want to go back towards the front door. Okay. There's kind of like a little uh, foyer like uh, area to remove shoes and stuff. You might be able to kind of duck in a corner there. Okay. Do you want to roll me a uh, stealth check? I got 13. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. So then that brings us back around to Strahd, who... um, Starts moving a little bit more quickly this time. He bounds up the stairwell and uh, makes it to about the corner of uh, the house and kind of stops and looks in all directions. And then Tristan, I need a death saving throw, please. What the fuck? Holy shit. Uh oh. <laughs> all right. That's a six. Fuck Smolder. It is your turn, sir. I mean, let's see. The The first death saving throw ended up... We're going to deal with that in just a second. Uh, so, like, he didn't see the, the Tristan just die right in front of him right there? Who? Uh, Strahd? No, uh, me, Falk. No, you're still behind. Uh, I mean, I guess you would be kind of moving with him. Um, you do absolutely notice his uh, chest stops arising as you... Uh, I was going to ask you if you wanted to try and slip away as Strahd was bounding his way up the... Because that would be a good time to try and make a break. Because he yeah, sprinted um, up the stairs, you know what I mean? And so that's why I said we might resolve Tristan's death in a second. Because Falk the vampire, might not know. There's, there's two vampires still down in the room, right? You don't know. They didn't die, though? Um, the two ones that you were fighting are dead. Oh, Okay. So, uh, I am going to cast a minor illusion of, um, is there, let's see, is there a distance that, that uh, works at up until, uh, oh, fuck, 30 feet, that's not giving me much to work with. Um, I cast a minor illusion just as, uh, Strahd makes it up to the top of the stairs, and, um, it's of, uh, of Tom, um, <laughs> oh shit, how's this gonna work? <laughs> um, 
Like, what else is within 30 feet of us? Like, I know there's the window that goes into the house we were just in. Is there anything else? So, you got, you're at the corner of the house. There was that mound that, um, that uh, Tristan was hiding behind before when he was training his weapon on the uh on the double doors for the basement Mm -hmm. there is the corner for the other side of the house and then there's a couple trees um probably 45 feet uh feet away from the double doors as well um three or four four of them will say uh so uh whatever of those features is furthest away from the window that goes inside the house um okay I'm going to say uh, there's a. I made a minor illusion of Tom uh, moving from uh, one of the areas of cover to another away from that window to try to you know lure uh, Strahd away from the window. Okay. Um, so you you would think that having uh, having him move like between the trees that are you know about. They're they're about twenty feet away from you, and so if you uh, you know made it so that he like ran in between from one to the next, yeah, that's definitely the opposite direction. So you could try that. Yeah, that's what I'm going for. All right, why don't you uh, just make an Arcana check to have something to roll against me with? All right, um, uh, twelve plus five, uh, seventeen. Oh yeah, he. Uh, you see his eyes immediately train. On the illusion of uh, Thomas DeWeese running in between the trees and uh, his muscles tense and it looks as though he is uh, definitely going to pursue that lead. All right. And is there anything else that you would like to do? Yeah. Like uh, as he starts to turn that way, I dash um, towards jumping in that window and getting back into the house away from him. Oh, okay, perfect, yeah. Why don't you go ahead and give me either an athletics or an acrobatics check to uh, get in the window. Can we just stop for a second and think about the fact that Falk is directly responsible for the death of a fellow officer? (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. Well, he conveniently doesn't remember it, and nobody actually saw it, so... (laughs) Yeah, he's covered in burns, And this fellow officer not only shot at him, but also left the room... And then came back, <laughs> like, <laughs> after I just said, don't worry, I got this. <laughs> and there's no evidence that I shot at you. I missed. <laughs> well, anyways, I mean, uh, my roll was a two and then plus three for ac- uh, um, acrobatics. So, okay, yeah, I don't think so, a five makes it up for that. <laughs> actually, we're going to do something a little bit interesting. So why don't you make me a constitution saving throw? All right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) A natural one. Okay, perfect. So you're running up over, right? And as you go, you jump like a high jumper. You lay your body out flat and you go to let you go to lay your hand down onto uh, onto the window ledge in order to kind of support your body and you put your hand directly onto a giant shard of glass. Please please proceed to uh, scream your loudest expletive. Fuck! <laughs> and you notice in that moment that Strahd goes from staring at that tree line to 
staring directly at that window that you just bled or just started to bleed all over. Hold on. You only take six points of uh, piercing damage, but oh there's quite a bit of blood. <laughs> you guys are level five. Six points is not shit. Oh, a t- I'm already very bad off. Yeah, six points was was very bad at this point. <laughs> this is not going oh, well. That's fair. I think we should have gone to the other place. <laughs> <laughs> is there any way we can get a retcon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's trade Donnie for Vinny. <laughs> so yeah, you are um, now laying at the uh, at the base of the windowsill. Did I make it inside or am I still Oh yeah, you're inside. Okay. No, you're inside. You made it in. Like it was a beautiful jump. It was just the fact that you decided to impale your palm on a shard of glass (laughs) that, uh, that really, uh, made things go bad. Uh, Tom, if you're in here, I could really use some help right now. I run out the front door and run down the street. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) It is your turn. Alright, I, uh, I, I go back into the room with the hole and I go, I make my way towards the broken window and, um, I want to know, I want to know about line of sight because I guess I got to roll another stealth or something, don't I? I mean, if you want to stay, yeah, if you're trying to stay sneaky, yeah, please roll another, uh, stealth check. As he's coming in here, I'm yelling, oh, Tom, thank God you got here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Uh... 22. Oh, wow. Actually, make a perception check to see if you even notice him come into the room, uh, Falk. Okay. <laughs> 18? No, yeah, you have you have no idea when he uh, creeps into the room. So here's the thing about line of sight. Like, if you stick your head out the window, you can easily see Strahd. But right now, where you're at, he cannot see you and you cannot see him. Because basically, I'm treating you as being in, like, the entrance of the dining room, uh right now and giving you a chance to kind of think about what you want to do. If I were to shout, would he hear me? Oh, most definitely. I use thaumaturgy and I, I, I make the door start opening, slamming and the, and the ground shaking. And I use my booming voice and I say, you don't know who you're dealing with, Strahd. We have powers on our side that are beyond your comprehension. And then I go to the window and I end my turn there. Okay. So then you get to the window and you see um, Strahd has uh, he's picked up Tristan into the air and kind of like held him with like his feet up high and his uh, like he basically looks like a redneck who's finishing the last drops of a beer like there's a giant wound on Tristan's neck and, and Strahd is just trying to wring the last bits of blood out of him and then he tosses Tristan's body at the window and it thumps against the uh, against the wall below where the window is and some of the blood kind of sprays up and over and lands on you guys and he just stares and sneers and then smiles. So can I say something like as this is going on? Like so uh, of course. when when Tom walks up to the window and then I finally do notice him there. I'm like, oh my god, Tom, thank god you're here. Ah, oh, Special Agent Tristan is dead. <laughs> and that's when his body hits the window. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> I very visibly jump when the body hits the frame. We just had a the lawyer in Jurassic Park moment. That was wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's gonna be okay. I, I I'm sure of it. <laughs> um. well, that was fun, guys. Catch you later. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> so, Falk, it is your turn. Um, you got to stand up first, but other than that. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's half of my movement speed, isn't it? Yes, sir. So that would leave me with, uh, let's see, um, 45 to go if I dash. And I would like to, uh, yeah, dash into the other room. And you said there were three doors. Before you make a decision on what you want to do, actually, though, can you make me a perception check? Uh, sure. Six. You know what? Fuck it. Um, Tom, also make me a perception check. <laughs> Six. Oh my God. All right. Holy shit. <laughs> so you guys both, um, you're staring at this in horror and you look over for one split second and you notice that, um, in the middle of the, in the middle of the street, a man has a carriage with uh, four horses attached to it, and the horses seem spooked about something. And they're like, you know, uh, cantering around and keep rearing up and whinnying and making a bunch of noise, and he's having trouble uh, getting them under control. Where do we see this carriage? Um, it's uh, off. So Strahd would be to your left. This carriage would be in the street to your right. You'd guess it's maybe 100, 150 feet away from you right now. All right, I'm dashing towards that carriage. (laughs) And as I'm running, I'm saying, um, FIA, we need to commandeer this vehicle. I'm holding (laughs) up my badge. (laughs) This is is, uh, out the window? No, this is out the front door of the house. Because there's like the the two rooms and then like, yeah, the at least I believe so. That's the way I have it drawn down on my little makeshift map that I made. Yeah, I tried to draw a makeshift map as we were figuring out and turned out to be all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are there are other windows. This was this is just the main one that we've been using. So rather than referring to all sorts of fucking windows and confusing everybody, I haven't been doing that. But yeah, there are windows along the front of the house. You guys are still in the front of the house along um, foundational walls that would have windows on them. Oh, I had us at the back of the house. Okay. Yep, that map was definitely wrong. No, the back of the house is where you enter the speakeasy. Recalculating. (laughs) (laughs) So you yell that out and you start running towards him. Um, It doesn't seem like he can hear you yet. He's just trying to get control of these horses. Tom, what would you like to do? Um, now, now I have visibility and I'm in range, right? Of, uh, Strahd? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to... You know what you could do is dash with me and get in the freaking vehicle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, because dash is an action, huh? Yep. It, It would take up everything but your bonus action, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I'll dash with him. So you actually have more movement than he does because he had to take half of his uh, move action away standing up. So you actually get 15 feet in front of him. Um, Strahd, 
immediately gets down on all fours and starts bounding towards you guys like an animal. And at first it looks very lopy and slow because of how heavy this creature is, but eventually its limbs start moving in unison so very quickly. And Falk, he's within five feet of you now already. Oh, shit. It is your turn. How close am I to the the door of the house that I would be running through? Oh, uh, you already, you guys already, uh, I assumed that you guys jumped out the windows because that would have been the quickest, most direct route. Oh, okay. Out so that, uh, out that broken window that you guys were in front of. So you've got um, about, what, 75 feet to, or 65 feet to go? All right. Um, yeah, I am going to uh, <laughs> dash again. Okay. Uh, that's all I can do. Let's take your full 60 feet. Yep. I'm going to allow you as a bonus action to try and leap that last five feet onto this carriage because um, Tom is in front of you. All right. Some Michael Bay flavor there. Yeah, because uh, these horses are about to trample this man and start sprinting away from this monster that is barreling down at them. <laughs> All right, so um, 14 plus 3, uh, 17. Oh, yeah, easily. So you leap and grab onto the back of this carriage, and Tom, it is your turn. Where am I? You are within 55 feet of the, uh, or actually 50 feet of the carriage, so you could actually get up and get into the driver's seat, possibly. Could I do it? Could I reach it with a regular run? Do I have to dash? You will have to dash, yes. But I'll allow you to do a Michael Bay-style uh, jump onto the um, onto the driver's seat, and then I'll let you do a yeah to get him going. <laughs> Roll for yeah. <laughs> I got a I got a twelve for yeah. You yeah, all right? It's more of a yeah. Not not quite the yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. So out, of, so out of breath, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm dashing. It's like rolls twenty. You straight up Leroy Jenkins that shit. <laughs> uh, so why don't you roll me um, an af- an acrobatics check to jump onto this carriage? Nineteen. Awesome. So. As this enormous creature is barreling down upon you guys, you have just a few steps ahead of it. And as these four horses look, turn, wide-eyed with hor- uh, in horror, lathered in sweat, they take off as fast as they possibly can down the road. <laughs> you guys are hanging on for dear life as you start to outpace this vampire a little bit. But you see his muscles tense and... He starts to pick up his pace, and you're positive that even with the frantic horses, he will catch you. Falk, what do you want to do? And so, like, just to make it clear, I'm, like, hanging on to basically the bumper of this thing and just being dragged through the street. (laughs) Um, not dragged, per se. You're kind of, like, you're kind of, like, trying to get your feet onto the bumper, and you're hanging on to, like, the top of the carriage. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, either way, this is, like, the... Terminator 2, where T-1000's chasing the car, and... Uh, yes, this yeah. is 100% where I got inspiration from. <laughs> okay, well, um... I'm at least on there, like, good enough that I have grip enough to be able to try to turn around and, like, kind of cast a spell at him. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
you could do that. All right. So, um, and how far is he away from me? Um, he's about fifty feet behind you. Fifty feet. Okay. <laughs> um, and he's running, right? He's using his limbs to run. He's not flying. Correct. All right. I'm going to shoot a chromatic orb at him. I'm going to bump it up to level two, and I'm going to cast it as ice damage. Or ice. <laughs> and try to, like, you know, freeze the his feet. And so, like, he loses grip with his feet as he's... Get him uh, into the Bambi on ice? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, um... Be 48 uh, times 2. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, it's 11 plus 7, 18. Yeah, that'll hit. All right, cool. And then... Uh, 16 times 2, so uh, 32 damage. Okay, so you, uh, you're you hanging onto the back of this carriage, your body's kind of bouncing against the back of it. As you pull your pistol from its holster, you level it, your arm bouncing a little bit, you're timing it perfectly. You you squeeze down on the trigger, and as the, the, uh, as the back of it starts to uh, glow a deep blue, it erupts this small orb that starts to make its way slowly towards this vampiric creature, and he he doesn't slip and fall completely down as it connects with him, but it definitely seems like it might have slowed, it, slowed him down a little bit, um, and that uh, he maybe wasn't able to get a little bit of traction um, for a couple of steps there. Would you like to try and pull yourself up another carriage for your movement action? Oh, absolutely. All right, go ahead and make me an athletics check. All right, uh, 18 plus zero. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You... And pull yourself up on top of the carriage, and now you're, uh, now you're carriage surfing. All right. <laughs> hey, look, I'm Teen Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Tom? I'm going to cast Hold Person, so you have to do a wisdom saving throw. He does? Yeah. That would be a nine. Yeah, you, uh, you are grabbing onto the reins and uh, you turn around and you shout halt and uh, Strat von Zarevich uh, freezes in his spot. However, you are on a carriage that is currently being uh, pulled by terrified horses that do not know that that creature has stopped. So that is still a thing to contend with. <laughs> so he's going to get out of range in my 60 foot range. Um, but the duration is still up to one minute. Does that mean he snaps out of it? or does No, that mean you're he's good. Wait a minute. He's got to wait a minute. Okay. We'll be back for you. So do you want to like turn down a side street or something and try to lose him? The sun's going down. We've got to get back to headquarters. I arranged to meet a woman. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to like my new carriage. <laughs> so that's that's legitimate. Your legitimately your plan was to just leave this uh, monster frozen for a minute as you run to the headquarters. Well, I was assuming the backup would deal with it. <laughs> They're on their way. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll ju- we're going to end the episode here then, so I can think about the terrible and dire consequences that are going to come from that. Because <laughs> that's a fucking terrible idea, and I will let you know as your DM that that is a fucking terrible idea. Well, instead of ending, let, let's like actually try to finish this. Like, um, this is going to sound crazy, but I think you should stop the cart, turn it around, and let's run this motherfucker over. Oh, all right. I guess the lady will have to wait. Yeah. Why don't you uh, roll me an animal handling check? Roll for yeah. 
Oh, actually, this would roll be roll for, for woe. <laughs> <laughs> whoa. Fourteen. A fourteen. I'm going to go ahead and say that, yeah, it's not pretty, and it takes a little bit of time, but with enough uh, enough strength and enough pulling, eventually you get them to slow down, and they turn around. And the carriage tips on one side slightly. <laughs> no, they slow down. The hubcaps goes rolling off. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Paul has to try and keep his balance as he's surfing on top. <laughs> so is that the plan then? You're just going to charge this carriage directly at him? He's frozen. Let's pummel this dude. All right. So you crack the reins on these horses and they immediately respond and start thundering down the roadway. You guys maybe got 500 feet away from Strahd because I jumped us out of initiative because he's frozen. And you start barreling down the street towards Strahd. And why don't you go ahead and make me a uh, (laughs) run over him check? Fuck, man. It's been a long time since I've had somebody do something that stumped me on how we roll for it. Um, uh, performance? Sh- yeah, right. Uh, no, let's go with a, let's go with another animal handling check, but if you're not proficient in it, you can add your proficiency bonus to it, and you have advantage. I got a 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I'll call that uh, dead on. So, roll some damage. Okay, so you can I say something real quick? Please, let's show this blood sucker what two horsepower can do. (laughs) 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 So as uh, as he's basically frozen in that uh, in that uh, crawling position, almost the horses barrel into him and they it seemed like they tried to veer off for a second but you managed to steer the reins back into him and they trample this creature but also at the same time I need you guys to both make me an acrobatics check uh, nat 20 oh shit okay a 5 you get Falk okay so (laughs) as the horses they start to get stuck trying to go over Strahd's body and they pile onto each other which then causes the carriage to fling up in sort of a trebuchet motion and while Tom manages to like twist his body in a way where he he doesn't land on his feet but he kind of rolls with the momentum and then pops up Falk you however start flailing through the air, just limbs and l- just a splay, just <laughs> screaming. So and you go face first. Do I do I uh, get launched like high into the air? Oh yeah, feather fall. <laughs> so you're screaming and as it's happening you hit the button on your chest that causes this umbrella to erupt from the battery that you wear on your back oh my and you God. start to float down like Mary Poppins still screaming still screaming the entire way even when I slowly touch the ground I'm still like ah, and like my eyes are closed like I'm just not, not even gonna open them to see what happened or not oh man 
What do you want to do, Tom? I'm going to give you guys each a move before we go back into initiative. This guy's still alive? <sighs> I wish you could see my smile right now. <laughs> <laughs> Tristan was a very Tristan was very health food. Uh, it was great health food. <laughs> Tim's like, oh, you shouldn't leave this guy alone to do whatever he wants, but oh, he'll definitely kill you if you try to fight him. <laughs> All right. Well, well no, is, I just was smiling because he's yeah, definitely still alive. Come on. Is there any uh, like cover near me that I could go and uh, seek cover behind? None close enough, but there's buildings off to the sides and. Uh, so you would have to you'd you'd probably have to take two turns or try and get behind some of that wreckage that is nearby but right now you're kind of out in the middle of the street um and so you have houses on either side of you but they're at least 75 80 feet away from you right now all right and uh how far am i away from uh from strad donnie maybe 20 feet oh boy um yeah, I, I'm doing pretty bad. I got to run for whichever the closest house is. So I guess I'll choose. Uh, is is the street run north and south or east and west? Just say right or left. Okay, I I, I go to the right. How much of my minute is left on this uh, hold person? You would estimate maybe 15 seconds or so. That's why I'm giving you guys an opportunity to do something. <clears throat> and how far is he from the carriage wreckage? He's, like, mangled in the middle of it. You guys got launched off of it, so you guys are about 20 feet away from him and the wreckage. Okay. Can I see him? Oh, yeah. He's still there, just frozen in the same spot. I'm not going to run away yet. I'm going to do a carefully aimed shot. Okay. Fuck yeah. And I I roll. You have advantage. He's not moving, so you roll 2d20 and take the higher one. Add your pistol stuff to it. 22. Okay, that will be a hit, so you can go ahead uh, and... Uh, so I rolled an 11 for damage. All right, yeah, you um, you fire your pistol and it uh, it grazes off of his shoulder, taking a chunk of flesh, but not, not the most solid hit. You can take another shot if you'd like. With no advantage? Yeah, you still have advantage, he's still frozen. So that's a 14 attack with a 13 damage. Uh, 13 damage on the second one? Yeah, again, second uh, second shot, you pull the trigger, it the bullet erupts from the barrel, and it it kind of just grazes off of another piece, another chunk of flesh from his arm, but not again, not a very solid hit. Falk, would you like to do one more thing? Can I use just a regular amount of movement speed to get behind cover at this point? Yeah, you'd be able to jump onto, uh, onto the porch of uh, the house closest to you. It's got one of those covered porches where if you go off to the side, it's got like the half wall that you could duck behind. All right, so behind the half wall, I use the half wall itself to sort of steady my aim with my uh, cantrip revolver because that's all I have left. <laughs> and uh, okay. and yeah, I will uh, shoot him with uh, firebolt rounds out of, uh, out of there. Uh, 17. Uh, 17 is going to be a hit. Oh, whew. And then, uh, let's see the damage here. Gotta be kidding me. Four times two, so eight. <laughs> you level your pistol and it uh, starts to glow with that fiery red color and you pull the trigger and a small gout of flame immediately starts speeding towards 
Strahd's uh, frozen figure. And you see it leaves a little bit of scorch marks around him, but you're not uh, you're not really satisfied with how uh, solid it connected. And so that is going to bring us back into in- initiative. So Falk, you'll get one more action, then Tom, and then Strahd is coming out of the spell. All so right. Falk. Um, so as a, a minor or bonus action, I'm going to um, speak into, into the walkie-talkie thing or whatever and uh, message to, uh, to home base. Uh, how's the reinforcements coming? We're on our way. We're going to be there as soon as possible. Make it sooner. <laughs> We've got officers in route. Yeah, that was 1545 East Barovia, right? 1231. <laughs> For fuck's sake. I need to redirect all officers, right? And you start to hear shitloads of chatter on the comms. And everybody, um, like, your comms are going crazy right now. All right. You can go ahead and take the rest of your action. Yeah, and then I, uh, <laughs> I launch another firebolt at him. All right. And that, roll, uh, you have advantage because he's still frozen. All right. Uh, 16 plus uh, 7. So, yeah, that definitely hits. Yeah, um, yep. And then, okay, so uh, 12 times 2, so uh, 24. Oh, yeah. This time, it, it the uh, gout of flame, when it explodes around him, it leaves charred flesh around his neck and face. And it definitely, it, he's starting to look worse for wear again. Tom? I cast Hold Person again, this time as a third level spell. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I think he just got a crit. No, but it, I mean, it's a 17, so it's more than high enough. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, uh, you you definitely can tell after you cast that that it isn't going to hold. I'm going to uh, just regular movement make my way to one of the houses. Are you going to go towards where Falk is, or do you want to go the other way? I'll be on the opposite side of the street. Thank God. Right. <laughs> so you, had to, you had 30 feet to the left. Um, and that is going to bring us to our old pal Strahd, who starts to tense his muscles. He throws one of the horses to the side and uh, breaks free of some of the wreckage and he turns and faces you Tom and he says I'm going to break your spine in half and drink your blood nothing will bring me greater pleasure than watching you die are you going to run like rabbit or fight choice is up to you and he bounds towards you Holy shit, I just rolled a natural one. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> so one of the horses, like, kicks him or something like that? <laughs> yeah, one of the horses is, like, in the process of fucking, uh, of, like, writhing around in pain because it's, you know, one of its legs is broken, and it just kicks him just enough that he falls back down again while he's trying to free himself from this wreckage. <laughs> and... So now he's kind of tangled up in it, and he definitely looks like he's going to be able to free himself and move next turn, but for right now, Strahd is victim to your horse trap. Falk, what would you like to do to the man that is caught in the horse trap? I will take another uh, round of firebolt at him. Okay. 
All right, 12 plus 7. Yep, that'll do it. Oh, yeah. Yep, and then, uh, okay, 11 times 2, 22. Oh, yeah. So this time, as uh, as you release the Gout of Flame, this one looks a little bit, just a little bit bigger than average, and when it explodes, it's quite impressive. And the charred and cracked skin around Strahd's face... Um, begins to uh, just ooze that same blackish, thick blood that the other vampires uh, seem to have coursing through what's left of their uh, veins and arteries. And, um, Tom, it's up to you, buddy. How far away from the house am I? Um, you're, you could get up onto the porch and get behind cover. For Regular sure. movement? Yep, and still have an action. I do that, and I take a crack at him with my pistol again. All right. Why don't you go ahead and uh, roll an attack? I'm hoping for a nat one. Because I want <laughs> you to shoot fucking Falk and then have everybody be murdered by characters other than uh, my NPCs. Yeah. <laughs> Is he up uh, right up with Falk? No. Uh, oh, he's still tangled like up in the wreckage of the, the crash in the middle of the street. Right. But you guys are basically like firing towards each other. In in like a crossfire. Uh, I thought we were I thought we were opposite, but he was down the street like a triangle shape. No. <laughs> oh, shit. You guys both basically just ran opposite from each other towards the house. But we were like twenty feet from him though. Okay, fine. He's off to the side a little bit, Brian. Jesus. Either way, Christ, I'm behind dude. cover. I, I'm I'm pretty pretty safe where I'm at. I love that you don't pay attention to any description that I make on anything, <laughs> but the fucking angle that Strahd is at, for whatever reason, is something that sticks in your professor-ass brain. This is fucking asinine. My dad texted me a question while you were describing how badly the vampire was injured. So I gotta roll a d20 for attack? Have you and your dad been having a text conversation this entire night? Because that isn't the only thing that you fucking missed, dude. <laughs> I could probably come up with excuses for all of them. That's fair. Um, I'm trying to think up a lot of puns. What was your question now? I'm sorry. I have to roll a d20 for attack? Correct, yeah. So, 9 plus 6, that's 15. That is not a hit. We can have uh, Brian Sad come in and save us all day, sex Wakata style. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you talk to me or my son ever again. <laughs> So you uh, you fire your pistol and you shoot wide. Not now, Dad. I'm playing this game with my friends. And immediately after you shoot your pistol, you see Squad gets down onto all fours, and I'm rolling with advantage just because I hate you at this very moment. (laughs) (laughs) And I wasn't kidding, dude. I really did roll with advantage just to be a dick. But then I rolled a three and a five because my dice hate me. <laughs> I need you to make an, an opposing athletics check against uh, nine. As Strahd makes his way up onto this porch and uh, tries to grab onto you, Tom. Nat 20. Jesus no, Christ. It was, <laughs> it was a 10. Yeah, you uh, you beat him. And you, you said man- athletics? Yeah, you managed to wriggle your way away. Falk. So just so you know, though, at this point, Strahd is probably a good, like, 150 feet away from you. All right. Um, yeah, so that, I don't know what the range is on your shit. Yeah, it's, it's not uh, far enough for that. So, um, yeah, I'll just uh, leave cover and start uh, 
moving across the street. Let's see. I'm, I can do 30 movements so I can get just in range of him. And then... Um, no shit. Yeah, so since Tom is on the ground, because he just wriggled out of the um, Strahd's, uh, Donnie's grip there, and Donnie's probably, what, standing up? Yep. So uh, Tom's in full cover, and then uh, Strahd is in only half cover at the moment? Yeah. Um, oh. No, Strahd is like, he's basically still in the open part um, at the top of the porch. Oh, okay. Trying well, to then, grab yeah, him. So I, he, I he has no him. Yeah, and then I don't have to worry about hitting Tom. All right. Oh, uh, two plus seven, so nine. That ain't going to do it. Oh, you have advantage because he's being flanked. Oh. Oh, okay, so uh, 12 plus seven, 19. That's a hit. All right. Oh, yeah, 19 times two. So, uh, 38. Why don't you go ahead and describe to me what happens to, uh, Strad von Zarovich as he makes his death, death throws in front of you, Falk Smolder. <sighs> this one's for Special Agent Trevor. <laughs> A lot of fucking cunt. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the prologue to Fillmore's Crossing. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please, by all means, don't fucking tweet at us. Come on, bro. Do you think that I want you to tweet at us now that it's like the sixth episode? Nah! But you might be able to tweet at Riley or Brian. I don't know. They might have handles. Actually, do tweet at us, and then I'll just answer it. That's fair. I don't actually have any anything on the Twitter. I just like to say it because it's funny. But we'll see you guys uh, in a couple Thursdays. Goodbye. Goodbye.